nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Matt Overmind Experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer and Weight Management Expert, Narado Zico Powell. If you haven't heard my voice yet, or if you have heard my voice this year, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024 anyway. This is going to be a banging year. It's going to be such a banging year that I decided to do a little something different with my channel. It's not even totally different because I've done it before I was on YouTube, on my Apple and my Spotify podcast, but now I'm branching it out to my YouTube, which are my shorts. Because I've had so many wonderful guests over the years, but sometimes it can get lost in translation because they're so well at what they do. Sometimes I need to break things down to you to give you the practical tips so you can make the decisions in your life to get you to that next level. Because of all, this is a weight management show from the, in, uh, in reality, right? So every, even though we focus on health, I want to make sure that you know the practical tips to improve your health, however that may be, so you can manage your weight better. So I'm doing these shorts again, once a month, sometimes twice a month of just me, a wonderful friend here talking, giving you some guidance in some things you can do. So let's get this puppy rolling. We're going to start with how to begin your weight loss journey. I think that's you know, a perfect topic because this time of year, everyone has a New Year's resolution or some people do, right? I don't have resolutions. I just keep banging all year from year with everything in my life. But people have New Year's resolution. I want to lose weight. I want to do this. And then a month or two, it fails. And there are reasons why. And I'm going to bring up what are some of those reasons and some practical tips you can put in to keep you going, you know, even when you don't feel like going to the gym or even if you think I'm not losing weight or this diet is off, some real tips that you can implement in your life to get you to that next level so you can break through that ice and break through that plateau and make weight management and health a part of your overall journey. So let's get started with a few tips I have written down here. The first one is the all or nothing mentality. Now, that may sound like common sense, but I th- in my, I say, research and experience, that tends to be most people, I can even fall into that trap as well. I feel like I'm either on or I'm off. And that's, that's dangerous, extremely dangerous. Because when you're off, you feel like, okay, I'm just going to pig out. No offenses to pigs out there, right? But you feel like you're just going to pig out and do whatever you want because I'm off my diet. I've been a bad person. I need a spanking or whatever the situation is. If you get spankings, that's up to you. It ain't got nothing to do with me. But you see what I'm getting at there, right? The all or nothing mentality. Either I'm on or I'm off. But we have to realize that anyone that's successful, they have moments when they don't always follow their plan. Or they have moments where they kind of fall off the wagon, if you want to call it that way. But they have steps to get them back. You're like, it's a bad day. Maybe I'll do an extended fast the next day. Sometimes I do that. You know, sometimes I go out and... When I was recording this episode the day before, I had some hot chocolate. It was really, really sweet. And it wasn't, I was supposed to be in ketosis. So I know I kicked myself out of ketosis. And that's my bad because I, I know better than that. 
But I'm not today. I'm not saying, okay, I'm done with ketosis forever. No, I am switching my body back into ketosis with an extended fast. I had to kind of change the way I train a little bit to get my body back into it, you know, and that's where your mentality has to be. You know, sometimes I fall off. Sometimes I don't do things I'm supposed to do. But at the same time, you make adjustments. So the all or nothing mentality is something that you definitely need to you need you need to really think about because if that's where you are, it's going to be hard for you to stay on the tracks. You know, we we are human. We can't beat ourselves up all the time. And change starts in the mind. It starts in the mind, and we can't forget that. So I'm not even speaking a lot of science right now. I will get to that later. Right now, I'm just speaking about the mentality and your thought. Because if your thought is not where it's supposed to be, you're never going to truly get your results. Maybe temporarily, you might lose some weight. You might start feeling a little better. But you would never truly be where you're supposed to be if your mind is not where it's supposed to. So let's start. This. So the first thing I do is address that. Now, you can write things down. You can talk to a therapist. You can call me if you need to, if you need guidance. You can rely on your friends and family and, you know, people around you. Not 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 the, the, the energy-sucking vampires in your life, but the good people who support you, right? And not, even, and not people that give you just blind support either. But, oh, you're going to be great, but they don't. No, you need people who can actually give you true support and sometimes guidance on your journey. Sometimes you, wanna, you can have a workout partner. You know, I don't work out with people. I work out by myself. People have asked me many times to go to the gym with me. I'm like, nope, not really. It's not going to happen. I work out by myself. I just, just what I love to do. But some people need that workout partner. Maybe you want to train for something specific, you know, like a, a marathon or, you know, an Ironman or something. I don't know. Like you pick something. But one thing I want to say there with all nothing mentality, I always say that the best workout you can do is the workout you can do. Meaning that whatever that is at that time, that's where your focus needs to be. Whatever you can do, make sure you enjoy it. You know, you also want it to be fun. Now, you do want to step out of your comfort zone because growth happens outside of your comfort zone. A lot of people get stuck in that area. They feel like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't like lifting weights. So I'm not going to lift weights. Well, weight, lifting weights should be a part of your program. It's very healthy for many reasons. There are some people who say, well, I don't want to do cardio because I hate cardio. Well, you need cardio as well. You need to have a good combination. And I'm going to get into, as I get to the end, some like really practical tips of like how much weight training versus cardio you should have in your program. But I want you to address the mind first. You know, the show may be called The Matter of a Mind Experience, but I'm not saying that one is more important than the other. There's a whole reason behind that, that I'm not going to get into right now. But my focus, I want you to know that you have to start to understand where you are and address any all or nothing minds. It could be through meditation, it could be through prayer, it could be reading the word of God. Whatever works for you, you need to address it, number one. The next thing I want to address is sleep. The science tells us that sleep is the most important habit when it comes to your weight management journey. A lot of people think nutrition, nutrition is important as well, and I'm going to address that a little bit. But sleep is the most important thing. You can have the most perfect diet in the world. But sleep, if you're not sleeping, not just sleeping and waking up, but sleeping well, first of all, if you're getting proper sleep, you can actually sleep less. Most people sleep, they will sleep sometimes a longer time and they wake up feeling worse because they're not sleeping well. So sleeping well is important. I have an entire article on how to get quality sleep on ZicoHealth.com. So it's actually, uh, when you click on the show notes, um, actually, you know, I don't, I'm not, yes, yeah, so when you click on the show notes, I'll put a link in there or actually on the description of this episode, I'll put a link to that article 
um, how to get quality sleep. I think it's very important and it can really transform your life. So I really want to encourage everyone to focus on getting quality sleep because that's the most important habit, you know, um, of your health, your weight management journey. However, I mean, people have said to me, um, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm not honest to tell you, if you, if that's your mindset, you're going to die quicker than you were anticipating because you're not sleeping. We cannot live in a society where we glorify not getting enough sleep or we glorify being stressed, which I'm going to get to next. So no matter what's happening, you have to get quality sleep. Now, again, some people may say, I can't, I only have six hours to sleep at night. Six hours can be doable. There are many nights I sleep six hours. I don't always get seven or eight. Um, and honestly, most nights now I tend to get about six hours of sleep, especially when I'm cutting because my body's not under as much stress. But the difference is I get six hours of quality sleep versus you can sleep eight hours, but you don't really even get five, four or five hours of quality sleep. And that's the difference. And that's what the article addresses, which again, I'm going to put in the description of the episode. Stress is the next thing I want to tackle. Um, we have to talk about this. We know stress is a silent killer. Now it's not even just a silent killer. It's just a killer all in general. So we need to address our levels of stress. And if we address our levels of stress, we'll start to realize um, better benefits in our lives, right? I mean, I've had people say to me, I know this guy, this woman, they're the fittest people in the world. They're healthy. They eat right, which you might think they're eating right. You don't know what else they're doing. FYI, just when you make those statements, those comments, be careful because you may not even know what they're doing. So you, you know, you kind of make up, assume in your head they're doing okay, right? But a lot of times we see when we look at they, the people die early or end up in health conditions and they're often stressed. The research itself tells us like stress in itself is a silent killer. Anxiety, you know, you know, and there are two types of stress essential. There is chronic stress and then there's that long-term stress, right? I'm sorry, there's acute stress and there's that long-term chronic stress. And both of them are bad in some to some degree. Now, the acute stress is something you can deal with most of the time. Our bodies, our lives are naturally going to have some levels of stress. And with that, you have to train yourself to deal with that level of stress. You're stuck in traffic, some idiot yelling at you, you know, whatever, you know, you're listening to me and you're like, no, Zika don't know what he's talking about, whatever, you know, the stress that's, you know, that those things accompany your life. Sometimes it's kids, husband, wives, and especially if you're married, you know, you know, you know, for women out there, your husband can definitely be a level of stress. And I'm not saying I'm any better. So, you know, I understand how my, my species work. So, yeah, stress is very important and we have to address that, you know, and there are many ways to address stress. I don't think I have an article on stress management, but you can go online and find many, many articles on it and many things that can be helpful for you and see what works best for you. Prayer works for me. Reading the word of God works for me. And I love having a relationship with the Lord and that's what keeps me going every day. And I'm not stressed because I have that relationship. And I'm not afraid to say it, even on my podcast, because that has been a very important like turn in my life, you know, with uh, how I deal with things, how I respond to things. So responding to acute stress is important and, you know, how you deal with it, even even if you're self-care, um, but, you, but you have to address your mind. It's kind of like that first point. You have to address your mindset. Because even with weight loss, it can be in a, it can be a stress that can lead from acute stress to, to chronic stress. So you want to make sure you're addressing your mind and your thoughts. I mean, you can write things down in the evenings before you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning. There are many things you can do to address stress. You can work with a professional if need be, but you have to address your levels of stress. The next thing I want to talk about now, let's get into some like more practical, practical stuff, right? Because this is what you're here for. Let's talk about your diet. Diet is a tricky thing 
And I have to say, before you make any dietary changes, especially if you have any health conditions, please speak to a medical professional or a dietary professional. Um, don't just say Zico said and think everything will be okay. But I'm going to give some general guidelines because this is where a lot of people mess up. This is where people really tend to screw up. Um, so first, let's talk about things that you may want to avoid. There's some general things because some people have said to me, I'm not going to deprive myself of things. And I'll say, okay, you're not going to deprive yourself of things and that may work okay for you. But you got to really remember that there's some things that you need to deprive yourself of, at least try to deprive yourself of, right? We're going to make We're human. We're going to make mistakes, but you have to have a mindset of certain things are just not healthy. Certain things are just not good for your journey. And some of these basic things I want to bring up are seed oils and the quote unquote vegetable oil. Vegetable oils are not um, vegetable oils are actually seed oils. You want to get those out of your diet. The, the human body is not designed to have seed oils. You want to have coconut oil, avocado oil, and olive oil. And you also want to learn how to cook with them because they all cook differently. But you want to have better oils in, in your diet. That's important for anyone in there to trying to get healthier is the right type of oil, right? If you're going to ketosis, you know, you may want to have more coconut oil into your diet because coconut oil uh, can be broken down to MCTs, which can brought past the, the blood brain barrier, my apologies. So that can be very beneficial for you in so many ways and give you more energy, help you with ATP production. And there's so many benefits of coconut oil because it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a medium chain triglycerides versus like long chain, long chain triglycerides, right? So there's this, the so first thing you want to think about is like the oils that you use. That's an easy change. Now, sometimes when you're baking, you may want to, you know, think about, okay, I may not be able to use you know, certain oils, um, one of those three, and I may want to change it out. And those happen. It's okay. Again, we're human, right? So those things happen. You just want to make some minimize. You want to minimize those as much as possible if you're on a health or a weight loss journey. That's the first thing anybody has to do. The second thing I want to talk about is, uh, oh, I'm taking out some stuff out of your diet. So sugars. Now, people are going to say, of course, he's going to talk about sugars and sugars are bad. I don't necessarily think sugars are bad. I think we eat and drink too much. I mean, America on average, I think it's like four times more sugar than the average country, right? Even if we eat one meal a day, I mean, one McDonald's meal probably has more sugar than most people eat in other countries in a whole day, right? So we think about it. So sugars, processed sugars, we got to be very mindful of how they're processed crap that we put in our bodies on a daily basis. But once we, you know, so we want to eliminate as possible, I mean, if you'd still like sugars, you can bake with stuff like uh, uh, coconut sugar versus regular processed sugar, right? So some things to consider. I mean, there are many on the list that you can use and some like stevia, which I'll probably never bake with because it doesn't taste good when you bake with it. But if you're someone who cooks or bake, you want to look for alternatives. And I had a client who um, one of the few things I did with him, they didn't even change his full diet, but he started putting stevia in his coffee instead of um, sugar. Or, you know, and then he lost so much weight, you know, and he started losing weight just by that alone. Right. And he was like amazed by that one change. So that can be a big difference. Now, people had said to me, well, the research says that he can spike your blood sugar, blah, blah, blah. I don't the research say many things when it comes to that. I know Steve is beneficial for me and so many others. And also depends on what your activities are. Right. Because it's still something sweet for your body. But Steve is not a. It's not a fake sugar necessarily, but it's something that, you know, added it's, you know, into your diet can be beneficial or give you a replacement. You know what? If better, if you're better off, just want to go black and throw some MCT oils in that baby, you can do that too, 
right? And think about getting some healthy coffee too, some good coffee, not the Starbucks crap, but some really good coffee. Because I have people say to me, I didn't eat much, but I can't I keep gaining weight. And I look at the fact that, that they'll drink Starbucks for breakfast and stuff like that, you know? And I'm like, yeah, but you're, you're loading up your body with sugars all the time. Your blood sugar is constantly high. Your body has to store the excess. You already have enough stored glycogen. So your body has to store all that excess. So you know, we want to think about the sugars and where we are, how much we're adding into a diet. Be mindful. It's not just about calories. And that's where a lot of trainers go wrong. Calories, calories, calories. Not saying calories are not important. Again, the all nothing mindset. Because some people say, you're saying calories are not important. Those words never came out of my mouth. But I said, what you can just focus on calories. You have to look at the full picture. And that's why you want to address the sugars because yes, calories are a lot, a lot of calories there, but you know, so that's one part of the issue. But the bigger issue is how much sugar you actually have in your diet. You want to be very mindful of that. And I cannot say that enough. On top of weight loss and weight gain, it's terrible for your health, right? So it'll be mindful. Now, I have people say, well, fruits have sugars. And this is what drives me nuts because people are like, fruits have sugars. Again, I didn't say sugars are bad, but there's a difference between sugar cane and, and sugar and, and processed sugar. You know, you know, there's a difference between food that have fiber and food that do not. It's not an all or nothing mindset. You have to understand where they stand. So with those two things, there are two things that you really want to minimize or if possible, take out of your diet completely. Now we can get into if you're going to get into ketosis and all that, but that's not the purpose of this video. If anybody wants to talk more about other habits like ketosis, I'd be more than happy to make videos on those topics as well. But I just want you to be very mindful of those two things. And there are many other things you could possibly take out of your diet, but those are the two that I want you to be really careful of. And, you know, they, those things raise a lot of inflammation and, um, and um, wreak havoc on your health, right? And so the next thing is you want to take out really high inflammatory foods from your diet. There's so many of them. You can Google and find out what they are. Better yet, you can go look up a Mediterranean diet and see how they eat like a more of a low inflammation diet because when you're on a high inflammation diet, you can't recover as well. You don't feel as good. And it's, you don't... Um, you're, you're, you're not, you're, you can't train as well, but also that your, your hormones and your transmitters don't operate the way they're supposed to operate because of that high inflammation. So you kind of like, you're basically taking body off that track. So you want to go into a low inflammation diet. Um, and that's important, but something as big, I want to bring up a very practical tip here. And I tell all people all this when they're trying to lose weight, you want to eat a diet of complete meals. So that means three meals a day. Okay. Complete meals. So that means that every meal, and again, I'm, I eat five meals a day, but I'm just saying if you were going to eat three meals a day, you want to go this route or in general, I'm sorry, because I'm kind of rumbling my words there. If you go, how many meals you have to eat in a day? Let me put it to you that way. How many meals you have to eat in a day? You want to eat in this sequence. You want to have protein, which your meat, if you're not um, a meat eater, think about other options, but you have to have protein. Men, about 40 grams of protein per meal. Women, about 30. In fact, I think in general, uh, you should eat one gram of protein per ideal body weight. So if your goal is 150 pounds, you want to eat 150 pounds of protein. If your goal is 200 pounds, you want to eat 200 grams of protein, right? So you want to think about that. So protein with every meal. Um, the next thing is uh, fiber, healthy fiber. Um, those especially uh, fiber that feeds your, your gut bacteria, but you also need fibers like greens and stuff like that to help you um, you know, digest your food and also slow down the, um, the, the, the sugars throughout your body. Carbs, oh, I apologize. Carbs, carbs can be is definitely beneficial. 
And especially I eat more carbs before I work out, right? But carbs are definitely beneficial, but you can have that along with a complex meal. And fat, fat can be incidental when it comes with your meal, or if it doesn't come with your meal with your protein, you can add it like avocados or something like that. Now, the importance of that is if I were to eat a cake by itself, right? And this is where you address all nothing mentality. If I eat cake by itself, nothing else in this place, there's no fiber, it goes straight to my blood, right? But if I have all that stuff, all that healthy stuff, even the complex carbs and the, the, the fiber and the protein and the fat, it will drastically slow down your blood sugar. Some say up to 80 or 85%. And that's huge. Again, see, I'm not even taking away and saying you can't do certain things. I'm telling you, I'm putting it in context so you can look at how you should eat and not just, hey, you know, I should or should not eat this or that. You don't want to get to that point because you get to the point where they, when they start to tell you you just can't eat certain foods, it becomes miser a miserable experience. I haven't experienced it, but I've seen it around a lot of people. So if you can just start making adjustments by like eating complete meals, three solid meals a day or four solid meals or, if, or like me, five solid meals a day, whatever that may be, right? Limit your snacking in between. Like just eat your solid meals. That can transform your health and transform your weight management journey. Now I have another video. I'm going to come up with another video eventually where I'm going to get like deeper, deeper into nutrition. But for now, it's starting, starting in 2024. Like that's where your focus should be, right? Is those is eliminating crap that you don't need and then eating complete meals. Those are small enough changes that you can make even today. Now let's talk about um, in the gym or working out in general, right? So I'm going to try to make this nice and simple um, and kind of give you some practical tips here. You want to focus on weightlifting, you know, and weightlifting may sound scary to some people. I don't mean you need to go in there and, and jack up 200 pounds or 300 pounds. That's not what I mean, but you need to strength train. You need to strength train. That's vital. It's so vital that you strength train. I don't care what any trainer or anybody who claims they know anything is going to tell you, you need to strength train. Strength training should always be the base of your program. You would, I would tell you how many people have come to me and said, you know, this hurts or that hurts. And I tried to like, you know, and they've not even injured yet, but their bodies or their muscles are so weak. I mean, they can't even lift up a, you know, a, a five pound dumbbell without shaking. It's like, you know, and I have to start from ground up with them and build them up. And they've been doing cardio forever. And again, I'm not saying cardio is bad because I'm going to talk about that in a second, but I want people to understand that weightlifting needs to be the base in your day-to-day -day life. What do you do? You lift and move things more. We're, that's what we're designed and built to do. So weight training has to be the, the, the base of your program. Functional health, functional training, functional movements. If you can find a trainer that, can, that teaches you functional movement, things you do on a day-to-day -day basis, because there are time, people now who can barely lift their hands over their heads, right? Because they don't do functional training. As you get older, it gets harder and harder. There are people who can't really bend down or even stretch properly, like, because they don't do functional training. So Yes, sweating and all that stuff is great and it's had its place. And I sweat even when I lift weights. You know, your boy goes hard in the paint, right? But even though I do that, I make sure that I have functional training. I make sure that you know I have certain things in my protocol. So weightlifting. Now, for the general person, unless you're crazy like me, I usually go four to five days, sometimes six days a week, depending on how I'm if I'm bulking or cutting. But for the general person, three days a week is fine for weightlifting. Four days a week, if you can work in the time, is okay. Or if you work with a trainer that puts you on a program, even better. But you want to be able to strength train a few times throughout the week. 
And then cardio, you add in, and you want to do cardio every week as well. But your cardio, I can. There's so much that goes into that, and there's different types of cardio based on what you're trying to do. But you can do high intensity cardio. Um, you can do. I'm not a big fan of jogging because the pressure does switch on your knees. But you can do jogging. There are many things you can do a couple times a week. But you don't need to go hard. You can do like zone two cardio where you're still breathing. And um, well, hope you're always still breathing, but breathing at a slow rate. You know, you can even have a small conversation if you have to. Walking is a good form of cardio. If that's all you can do, you walk, right? So there's so many aspects to uh, so many things that you can do for your health that I really want you to focus on. Um, and when it comes to weightlifting, you know, you want to have that three to four days of weightlifting and then add cardio one to two days if you can. So it's like, okay, I only have five days. Okay, three days weightlifting, two days cardio. I wouldn't like it to be two and two. I don't like that. You want to have at least one or two days more of weightlifting and cardio, but you want to put them together in your program. Now, the one tip, one pro tip, find a good trainer if you can. Find a good trainer because they're not all good trainers. I've, I've worked and seen so many where I've had to be like, what are you doing to people? Find good trainers that can help you to get you to that next level. And you find that, you start to build a program, you work with them for a few months, and eventually you figure things out in your head. And you're like, okay. And now I know where I'm at. I can take it from here. You know, now if you want to continue working with your trainer, I may be better, but a lot of times you don't necessarily need that. But something that drives me crazy is when people are going to work out for the first time or have worked out in a while and said, I want to go do a Zumba class. I want to go dance around and stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking Zumba and all these other, you know, Taibo or whatever going on. But if that's your only focus, you are putting, you're, you're holding yourself back you're not really going to get the results that you're looking for because you don't know how to put those things together. So that's what I want your focus to be in 2024 is putting all these things that I talked about together. And as we go throughout the, the, uh, the year, I mean, in two weeks, I have another one coming up, another short coming up where it's going to be about stress. And I'm going to talk about habits to combat stress. And then, and then later on in the year, I'll talk more about nutrition and sleep and you know things to eat. And there's so much that I want to unpack from my audience but this is where I want your focus to be in 2024. So go out there and get it. Thank you so much. Remember, if you like this or any of my episodes, hit the save, hit the like and subscribe button, and let's get your results. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.